ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 320th ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We broadcast live from Boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, bizarre news items, an event that I covered. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And A.P. will discuss the Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend in Canton that he covered. Speaking of Canton, that is my highlight of the week, which was, of course, the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement out in Ohio. And really the highlight for me was uh, the great speeches from the likes of Brian Dawkins, who was presented by former Eagles teammate and current executive vice president of football operations, Troy Vincent, as well as other terrific speeches from Jerry Kramer and Randy Moss, among others. Brian Dawkins talked about his struggles. It was really uh, uh, amazing to hear him just open up. And uh, it was just a great speech. And his passion that he showed on the football field for the Eagles when he roamed, uh, roamed the field as a defensive back was just remarkable and it just came through loud and clear and again uh, for him to open up about the struggles he's had with depression and whatnot was uh was just amazing jerry kramer who waited 45 years to be inducted of course was one of the great guards in nfl history and made the key block on jethro Pugh in the ice bowl to allow bart Starr to a quarterback sneak and give the Packers another championship in those days in the 1960s. And he, Jerry Kramer, just told terrific stories about both uh, being with the Packers and also playing under the legend Vince Lombardi. It was terrific stuff. And then Randy Moss was terrific as well, and he actually used to live in the town that I live in outside Boston uh, during his three years with the Patriots. And the highlight of Randy's talk was uh, was that he basically told everybody and invited everybody to a celebration the next day, yesterday, in his hometown of Rand, West Virginia, and uh, said he was going to be there with his gold jacket, and it was a total surprise when he announced it, and it was terrific. It was also a surprise that... Owner of the Patriots, Bob Kraft, and Coach Bill Belichick showed up. Randy Moss had no idea they were going to be there. So that was a very nice touch as well. 
he was certainly electric up here in New England, and I got to uh, watch him up close and personal for three years. So moving on my and sticking with football, my event of the week that I covered was American Athletic Conference Football Media Days in Newport, Rhode Island. Always one of the highlights of the year and certainly the summer for me to attend and great as always. And it's really a coach-driven league as their profile uh, just continues to rise year after year under the able leadership of Commissioner Mike Oresco. Uh, The latest example being University of Central Florida going undefeated and uh, claiming their share of the national championship. But some of the coaches uh, who spoke and that I attended uh, during a roundtable were Josh Hopel, who succeeds Scott Frost at UCF, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, Randy Edsel from UConn, uh, Major Applewhite from Houston, Ken Niamatololo, excuse me for the pronunciation, hope I got it correct or close. Uh, he's from Navy, of course, tremendous success. Charlie Strong, University of South Florida, Sonny Dykes from SMU, and Willie Fritz from Tulane, among other luminaries. Uh, so those are all some pretty big names, all coaching in the uh, wide footprint of the American Athletic Conference, which stretches from Florida to the Northeast, to the Midwest, to Texas. And uh, again, they continue to just make uh, make more and more noise every year. And it was just a great time. They, of course, their signature event is their annual clam bake overlooking Newport Harbor, which uh, good weather again this year, and it was just fabulous. Uh, media from around the country, bowl representatives are there. Uh, each team comes with, uh, each coach comes with two or three players, all available to the media. So it's really just a special, special event, to say the least. And I was thrilled to be there for pretty much every year since the inception of the league. It's their five year anniversary. And uh, uh, bigger and better things are ahead, but they've been off to a tremendous, tremendous start, to say the least. Well, my low light of the week is the Urban Meyer mess at Ohio State. Uh, they came out this morning and said it probably going to need, need about a two-week window for the investigation. Uh, we'll see how it all pans out, but it has been uh, uh, nonstop coverage. Uh, You all know the story, I'm sure, Uh, so we'll see how that all pans out, but uh, hard to believe that Urban Meyer is is under fire, to say the least, and uh, to say that the college football world is watching and waiting, especially for this investigation, which again should be done within two weeks from today. it's a seismic, seismic event in college football. Uh, it could, the outcome could alter the balance of power going into this year. So we will see what happens. Everybody's watching, that's for sure. And my bizarre story of the week is watching the Red Sox late last night come back to sweep the Yankees. 
which is only like the third time since World War II, <laughs> hard to believe, that the Sox have swept the Yankees. And uh, nothing, nothing better than last night, down 4-1, entering the ninth. They managed to tie it, got three in the bottom of the ninth, and then won it in the bottom of the tenth on an Andrew Benintendi single. And the place went crazy, and it was just really uh, let the good times roll up here in Boston. It's a nine-and-a-half game lead. It's stunning. This team is just uh, performing at the highest level imaginable, uh, never more so than the past four days. And as if they didn't have everybody's attention up here in New England before, they really, really have it now uh, after this week. And so... See how it all pans out, but uh, the excitement in Boston is back to uh, some of the former days, uh, especially after this weekend. I haven't seen it this high in a few years, to say the least. And finally, my golf update of the week is uh, yet another blowout victory in uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, Justin Thomas yesterday winning uh, at Firestone. Uh, by three, four strokes, and <clears throat> it's really been about the third, fourth, fifth time this summer where the, uh, you know, the lead, the, the championship of a, of a given tournament has been decided with, uh, you know, many holes to go late on Sunday, uh, which is just surprising. You know, I, I look forward to late Sunday afternoons, early Sunday evenings to watch a, watch some drama on the PGA Tour. And there still has been some, but not nearly as much. Uh, it used to be you could almost count on it every week, and now we're just getting served up these uh, blowouts that are basically over and done with pretty much on the back nine on Sunday. So we'll see how it goes. We're hard to believe we're at the PGA Championship week uh, out in St. Louis. So should be fun, to say the least. So now let's take our break, and next up will be our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports, so don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game, and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the Coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show... The call-in number is 1-888-346-9144. You can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, John. I'm actually in Atlanta, Georgia right at this moment. Well, glad to hear you're back down south after your... Uh, what I'm sure was epic weekend trip up to Canton, Ohio for the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend. I've heard wonderful things about it. I've been to the Hall of Fame, but never for an enshrinement weekend. Uh, so how was it? John, it was great. The folks in Canton are very welcoming to all the people who are participating, of course, and the fans, and it's just a great experience if you've ever Never get a chance. Uh, it's very convenient. The Hall of Fame is right there. The football field is next door. Uh, there's you know plenty of parking, and it's just a fun night when they have the football game. Of course, that was on Thursday night this year, and then right. they have the gold jacket dinner at the Canton Civic Center. That's an outstanding event. Or when they present the gold jackets to the uh, new members, uh, so then the next morning they have a parade. And then Saturday night is the induction ceremony. And then what follows is usually a party. Each, each individual has their own party. Like, for instance, I was there to see Robert Brazil. Robert's right. the first person from Mobile, Alabama, to be inducted into Pro Football Hall of Fame. And the, since he was with the Houston Oilers, which became the Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee Titans had a, a large party. must have been 200-plus people that they allowed Robert to invite. And so it was terrific. That sounds wonderful, AP. Uh so you were there for all of that. When did you get in? Middle of the middle of the week. I, I was there actually Tuesday, John, because I wanted to be there because the game was on Thursday. So I wanted to visit with some of the people that I knew uh, in the media and and with uh, a couple of the teams. So I wanted to get there uh, on Tuesday. Terrific, terrific. Uh, yeah, I watched it. Needless to say, I watched the game uh, on Thursday night. I watched. Of course, the Hall of Fame gold jacket ceremony on Friday night that you mentioned. And needless to say, watched all the speeches on Saturday night uh, from the stadium. And it was just terrific. Uh, You know, I just thought some of the speeches were outstanding. Uh, You know, I mentioned at the top of the show, Brian Dawkins, speaking of his struggles, uh, you know, one of the most passionate players in NFL history and his passion certainly came across loud and clear, needless to say. 
Yeah, it sure did. As a matter of fact, I ran into Dabo Sweeney as he was entering the stadium. And uh, the athletic director, Dan Radikovich, as well. So we had a chance to visit, and they were there to see Brian. Because I think Brian's son plays for Clemson. Right, right, as did he. Uh, he hails from Jacksonville, Florida. And I just thought that was a nice touch. You know, one of the things I found most interesting, and I always do, you know, you, you see, like, of course, all the former Hall of Famers, current Hall of Famers, I should say, formerly inducted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, they, you know, greet them and they, as they get their gold jacket on Friday night. They're all on the stage for Saturday night during the speeches and the unveiling of the busts. Uh, but, you know, what I find fascinating every year is, you know, the crowd shots where they just show all the various people from uh, the organizations they played for, from their life, basically. We had family you know, for instance, when Ray Lewis was speaking, they're showing, you know, Jarn Harbaugh, Steve Bashotti, the owner, uh, you know, former teammates like Ed Reed, uh, just on and on and on. And it's just for every single player. So I just always find it fascinating because that's basically the first time you see who showed up to be with their boys. And uh, it's just great stuff. It really is. Uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles contingent look to be quite vociferous uh things are good in philly right now and it looks like a lot of people from philly were in the stadium that night based on the cheers oh yeah there's quite a few people from philadelphia i'd say primarily philadelphia and i guess you might say was chicago and baltimore okay okay not to mention randy moss uh i'm sure he had a contingent there from west virginia given that it's uh, not far, not a far drive. I think he said that his hometown of Rand, West Virginia, was only like two and a half hours. And I loved it when he uh, surprised everybody in attendance by announcing that he was going to his hometown for a party uh, the next day, which would have been yesterday at 4.30 p.m. I just thought that was terrific. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, little advertisement, a little promo. <laughs> exactly. He in his gold jacket uh, lighting up Rand and... Uh, you know, his his love of West Virginia came through loud and clear. Uh, you know, I I, I just, uh, he actually used to live here in the, my suburban town outside of Boston when he played for the Patriots. So uh, uh, a unique talent, to put it mildly, and a unique person, uh, to say the least. So uh, good to see him in there. The other thing I really enjoyed immensely, as I'm sure you did, AP, was... Uh, Jerry Kramer's speech and talking about the Packers and Vince Lombardi. That was just priceless. Oh, yeah. I love to hear him speak about the old Green Bay Packers and uh, his his days, especially the part where Lombardi is just chewing on him unmercifully. And he's in the locker room and his head's hanging and then he comes by him and he's trying to build him back up. And he said, you know, someday, son, you're going to be the best guard in the league. And you know, Jerry was thinking about quitting football at that point. Correct. He had driven him into the ground with his comments. So that may have been the I'm that may have been the line. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, John. Say that. Go ahead. Oh, that may have been the line of the night, the story of the night, that, that exact story you're talking about. It jumped out at me too, yeah, and I'm sure everybody listening. Yeah, I'm glad he made it because you know, Coach Lombardi is a tough guy. I mean, he was in a serious business. And he took things seriously, but 
Uh, he had a way of motivating his players, and uh, you know he treated Bart Starr differently than he treated Jerry Kramer. But it all uh, ended up in uh, positive results for both. Correct, correct. And Robert Brazil, uh, let's talk about you know that he's the reason you went, with good reason. Uh, great player. I remember him, of course, so well because when he was playing. Uh, I, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, so the Steelers and the Oilers had some epic battles during the Robert Brazil era, to say the least. Yeah, Robert was the prototype linebacker, LT, actually. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's funny, John, because LT and Robert became friends, and LT was at the party on Saturday night, and Robert's a, uh, a slightly taller and bigger man than LT, and Robert could run and rush from the edge. He can cover people in the, with the passing routes out of the backfield. And he was powerful to take on the blocks at the point of attack. He was just a well-rounded player. You know, six or seven uh, all-pro teams, I think with seven Pro Bowls. He was a good linebacker for a long time, played the 10 years, and was really effective. And uh, it was good that he played for Bum Phillips. He, I think Robert needed that kind of love from his coach. Right, right. Just perfect, perfect match, uh, and really, really nice touch having his dad present him. Uh, a lot of emotion going on there, to say the least. Oh yeah, you know I I know his dad. I know Robert. I see him around Mobile all the time at different events. We've been talking about this for a number of years, and I told Robert I said many people were going to the Hall of Fame, Robert, but you're just so fortunate that your dad and your mother were there to see you. Even though it took 34 years, I mean, it, it was a, a sweet, a sweet moment for Robert and his family. Oh, it really was. And, you know, I also thought Brian Erlocker, uh was great as yeah. well with his talk. Uh, you know, j- just the fact that he is the leading tackler for the Chicago Bears says all you yeah. need to know. Uh, you know, with that lineage of players, let alone in defensive Stars, but most importantly, the you know middle linebacker. It's it's epic, as he said it himself. You know, Bill George, Dick Butkus, Mike Singletary, and then him. Uh, that's about as good as it gets in the history of pro football. It's it's like center fielder for the Yankees. One of the glamorous, <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the glamour positions in all of sports, to say the least. Yeah, the Chicago Bears, the the black and blue division, and and they always were. Uh, symbolic of tough toughness and that style of football hard hitting and their fans really appreciated defense absolutely they still do um but yeah i just thought his speech was uh you know just particularly good and uh yeah just a terrific weekend all around i'm so glad that you got to experience it uh and, you know, I've been to the Hall of Fame, as I said earlier in the show, but I've never been there for an enshrinement weekend. So that's next on my list. I would really like to get out there for one. And, uh, you know, based on what you're saying, it sounds like it sure would be worth it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this time, you know, two years ago, I was there for the Kenny Stabler induction. It was it was bittersweet. It was it was fun time, of course, my, my very first, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But it was nice to see Robert. To see him smile, see his family smile, and his wife and his children and, and teammates. You know, they came back at the party as he entered. They were singing the Love, Love, Love You Blues song. That was really cool. And, and uh, Amy Adams, you know, the daughter of Bud Adams, she was there. And 
hosting everybody. She's very gracious and generous, and uh, it's just it was a magnificent weekend. And they do a tremendous job, the NFL, the Pro Football of Fame, with celebrating a person's career. I mean, it's really about three or four days of, of festivities, and they, they're, you know, they host them at the hotel, and they have these different functions, and they cater to the families. And so in, in the city of Canton, as I said, was uh, outstanding the way they welcome everybody and their hospitality is second to none. And I've been many places, as you have, John. I'm sure. I'm sure. That's exactly what I've heard. That it's really just special. You know, it's uh, the birthplace of football. And uh, again, I couldn't have been more impressed when I was there for the Hall of Fame uh, visit. And yeah, you know, looking back, it, it occurs to me that I was would have been in the same locker room with Robert Brazil because I covered uh, those famous Steeler Oilers playoff games at Three Rivers. Back in the late 70s, the uh, Bum Phillips were going to kick down the door days. And it was, it was such a story that for the one of the only times covering the Steelers, which I did for a few years, the Steel Curtain era, you know, I went to the visitors' locker room. And I'll never forget, you know, being part of the media throng, interviewing Bub, Bum Phillips after they lost. That was the famous Mike Renfro non-catch game. And uh, yes. in horrific weather. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and Bum Phillips was basically at the point of tears, as was basically everybody in the locker room. You know, it's just one of those teams, and there's, you know, there's so many of them. Uh, be it the Pittsburgh Pirates of the early 90s, just as an example, since we're talking Pittsburgh, uh, teams that literally do knock on the door but never quite break through. And the, the Oilers, unfortunately, were one of those teams. Never got to a Super Bowl, but uh, with Earl Campbell, Robert Brazil, and all the rest, uh, <laughs> they certainly made uh, life exciting back in those days, to put it mildly. Oh, yeah, and some of his teammates came back. Of course, Curly Cope in the Hall of Fame, uh, Alvin Bethea, uh, Earl Campbell, Bruce Matthews was there, uh, Vernon Perry, and then Billy White Shoes Johnson, he was there at the party as well. Uh, John, you recall him? He was oh, he of course, in great condition. He was a big smile as always. Is a real pleasant person. Had had a little conversation with him, and so he he was my favorite. I think my favorite clip, one of my favorite clips of all time, is that Bum Phillips and Billy Watchies Johnson's returning a punt against some team, and he just encouraging him, you know, go Billy, go Billy, and he's right. He's just laughing, and it's a great clip. Yep. Absolutely. I remember those days. I mean, that was a fun team. The quarterback, of course, was Dan Pastorini, but Earl, Co- yes. Earl Campbell was the star. And uh, yes. so that's great, AP. Wow. I'm so glad you were able to make it. And it sounds like it was uh, well worth it, to put it mildly. Yeah, the weather cooperated and everything yep. was, was fantastic. Sure was. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that with us in the audience. Uh, We still have plenty of things to get to, and we'll do so on the other side of this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now... Back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports, and I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And A.P., we covered your... Uh, cover, you're, you're being at the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend in Canton. Great stuff from you. Uh, we did so in the previous segment. But now on to college football and just simply seismic news by any standard, which, of course, is the Urban Meyer situation. The coach at Ohio State is currently on administrative leave. This is all rooted in uh, whether or not what he knew and when he knew it regarding his former assistant coach at Ohio State uh, and exactly where, uh, you know, what he said to the media at Big Ten Media Day just a couple weeks ago, and uh, that just ignited a firestorm. So where we're at now, the news of the day is, is that Ohio State announced that the investigation should be done within two weeks, and then we'll know the fate of Urban Meyer, but quite a situation, AP. Well, I, I don't know if he's related to Lazarus, but that might be <laughs> the case at this moment. He's going to resurrect Correct. himself from a situation you thought was uh, ashes, but obviously not. It just seems like they're going to have this investigation, 
And, you know, most people thought and they commented that when they put him on administrative leave, it was a reason to be negotiating with the lawyers because, and I told somebody, if you're negotiating with the lawyers, if they have just cause because they have the specific language written into his new contract, he must report any domestic violence issues with staff members or team, uh, some of the team. But uh, either they... Either that's the standard contract language now, or some lawyer, smart lawyer with Ohio State, was foreshadowing events. And, and uh, but uh, but it just seems like now that the the firestorm is is uh, you know dampening down, and and maybe he's going to get a chance to to stay at Ohio State. Correct. Well, I had the same thoughts as you uh, at the end of last week. I basically thought. Uh, you know, he wouldn't be coming back, period. I, I read it the same way you did, and uh, now there seems to be uh, a bit more hope that he may indeed return. Uh, but again, a really, really messy situation. It involves his wife and what she may have known from her relationship with uh, with the victim. And, you know, what, if anything, she may have, she works for Ohio State, Uh and what, if anything, yeah. she said to her husband, Urban Meyer. So, again, it's really, you know, we just had this situation recently, uh, similar with the wife involved, uh, you know, with uh, Brian Colangelo at the Philadelphia 76ers. So, uh, when that stuff's going on, it really uh, takes it to a different level of intrigue. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, what has come out is, of course, that, you know, Ohio State has in the past fired, done the unthinkable by firing Woody Hayes, did the unthinkable a second time by firing Jim Trussell. Uh, And here we are today with Urban Meyer, uh, an Ohio born and bred guy with his dream job. Um, Dream job for him and dream job, you know, and dream employee for them. When uh, he came, returned home a few years back. He's been super successful at Ohio State, as he was at Florida, Utah, and everywhere else he's been. But it's to say the, the college football world is holding its breath for the next couple of weeks would be an understatement. Yeah, John, and one of the most ironic points of the story for me is the assistant coach that was fired is Earl Bruce's grandson. Correct. And let me add to that that and this is really, really, really important, I feel, that Earl Bruce is the mentor, if you will, of Urban Meyer. I believe Urban Meyer coached under him. I'm not sure about this, but I believe that Urban Meyer may have got his start in coaching under Earl Bruce. Again, he's Ohio born and bred. Uh, if, But regardless, he, he was on the staff of Earl Bruce uh, when he was starting early in his coaching career and now the uh, uh, the person in question is indeed the grandson of Earl Bruce so uh, add it to the list AP you can't make this stuff up it's just incredible no no it's it's amazing how life is far more creative than than art it is you try to write it is in a novel you say oh like that couldn't be. That can be so. They'd, they'd make you turn it back. The editor That's exactly send, right. Send that back. <laughs> uh, that's right. It, would, but, uh, it wouldn't be buying it in Hollywood. No doubt about it. 
No, no. But you know, it's a serious issue, and and Reverend Meyer escapes this, this escapes this situation. I mean, this idea that you misspoke at the Big Ten media days, I just that one's a hard sell for me. Uh, you know, because you think that he had uh, been a football coach all this time, been in some delicate, fragile situations. He would have known what to say if approached about that subject matter. Correct. And everybody seems to believe that it was, you know, it, it was already a topic. It wasn't like it just came out of nowhere. It was already a topic. Uh, so that, you know, going into Big Ten media days, you would have assumed that that would have been a question he was completely prepared for based on all the reports I've seen. So the fact that... Uh, that again, he as he pretty much admitted, he misspoke. Uh, is just rather amazing. Uh, yeah, so you said it perfectly, weak. AP. You know, it's very weak, John. His that statement misspoke. And John, you've been to many press conferences, and you're you're well aware that coaches are quick to call out any journalist if there's some fact that's questionable. I mean, they. They, they'll finger him right in the middle of the press conference and, you know, some of them are kind of vindictive about it. But, you know, for him to just say uh, such a, a serious matter, uh, just make up something and then try to smooth it over by saying he misspoke, I, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But, you know, that's up to the people from Ohio State if they want to accept his answer. And, you know, fans, they're... They're very pliable. You know, if somebody's winning, you know, they're going to try to retain a player or a coach. They're all, they're all for the, you know, having that player come back, the coach come back, you know, and just making amends and moving on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, of course, said that, that he misspoke uh, in a statement he released on Friday, I believe it was. And, of course, I was at the national championship that he won recently for Ohio State when they beat Oregon and Marcus yeah. Mariota. Out in uh, yeah. da- down in Dallas. I mean, I was right there. I stood three feet away from Urban Meyer, and I'll never forget the joy that he and the Ohio State family and all the players were enjoying that evening. So, again, seismic event that could alter the balance of college football, not only for this year, but perhaps for years to come. So we'll be watching and waiting for that report, as will the entire college football and sports world, to say the least. Uh, Way P, hard to believe we're at the end of our second segment together so why don't we take our final break to a few more things to get to on the other side become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now... Back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And Before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is the PGA Championship this week out in St. Louis. And A.P., it's... uh, the fourth and final major, and the defending champion, of course, is Justin Thomas. And not only is he the defending champion of the PGA from last year, he's also goes into the PGA as the defending champion of this week, as he uh, basically uh, rolled to victory yesterday out at Firestone in Ohio, and uh Boy, you have to like his chances for this week. And he, of course, is uh, an alumnus of your favorite school, right? Yeah, Justin Thomas, University of Alabama. A, a slight, slight framed young man who's really tearing it up on the golf course. And he surpassed Jerry Pate as the all-time uh, winner on the tour uh, from a, a golfer at the University of Alabama. He has nine now, I think it is. I think Jerry had eight, maybe so he just went by Jerry Payne. That was a well-known figure in golf circles at Alabama. And, uh, yeah, Jerry actually comes to the football games quite a bit. You see him on the sidelines at Alabama still. But, but Justin, we, we covered him. Uh, uh, John at the Travelers Championship in Cromwell. And, yep. you know, he's just an affable young man, and he's just a real shot maker. He's terrific. Uh, he, of course, is... Uh, won his third tournament of the year uh, that's tied for the most wins this season on the PGA. And, uh, boy, Jim Nance said it perfectly on the 18th hole yesterday that, you know, his really, really good buddy, his BFF, Jordan Spieth, that Justin Thomas, in what just seems like uh, very recently, was in the shadow of his buddy Jordan Spieth, but no longer. He's uh, he's up there in Jordan Spieth land, to say the least, uh, and he's learned how to close tournaments, uh, never more so than yesterday, where he closed that out with, you know, a three, four-shot victory and basically coasted home in the ninth. Nice moment at the end, AP, where his grandfather and grandmother were there. Uh, for His grandfather actually played in the 1960 PGA. Um so they were there and saw him win in person his first ever PGA tournament. So a lot of emotion, and he, he's a very likable guy, to say the least. 
Yes, yes. Those are some of the best thrills in life when you could share it with your family and to share it with your grandparents. That's got to be right up there with any of the things that ever happened to him in life. Correct. And his father was also uh, involved in golf. Maybe I think he was a golf pro as well. So, uh, yes, sir, he is in Kentucky. It sure is. Okay. Yep. You would know. And so, yes, he's, uh, you know, he, he's really just become one of the top golfers in the world. There's no other way to say it. And now when you see him on the leaderboard, you know for sure that he has the ability to close it no matter what tournament it is. So uh, he's arrived in a big way, and it's going to be fun to watch him and everybody else again at the PGA uh, tournament this week out in St. Louis. And, you know, speaking of Alabama, where Justin Thomas went to college, uh, big news on the quarterback front. Uh, won't be the last we'll be hearing this story, AP. It's we, we talked about it recently, and it's turning out that way quicker than we thought. The story of the year in college football, this side of Urban Meyer, is, of course, uh, quarterback situation at Alabama. Yeah, John, they it's a flammable situation, I believe. You know, they let Jalen Hurts simmer for seven now, going on eight months. He had not spoken to the media uh, since after the national championship game when he was replaced in the second half by true freshman Tua Tungavailoa. And I think he had some important things to say and was on his mind. And he feels better now because he let that all out on uh, this interview that he did at the start of the preseason camp. I don't think the coaches were happy with some of the things that he said because he, he did mention them, the assistants, and Nick Saban himself, that they did not approach him about how he felt, uh, you know, with this upcoming season and all this uh, festering around the program right now. And I think in some ways Nick Saban created this this atmosphere, uh, as Jalen stated, created the narrative because when he was asked at SEC media day that Jalen would be on the roster, he said, I don't know. And that was after supposedly that Jalen told Nick Saban in June that he would be there to compete for the position. Wow. I don't know that I knew that. So I may have missed that without everything going on with all the media days, specifically SEC media days. But you're right. You said the perfect word, flammable. Um, again, it's the story of the year, uh, you know, regarding players in college football and it's going to be just be fascinating to watch. Uh, we shall see what happens. So AP, correct me if I'm wrong, are there, they have started fall practice, right? They're, they're, they did. It, it's they, on they now. They started Friday. Friday. Okay. Right now they started Friday. Yeah. Yeah. They met as, the media on Saturday and had a fan day on Sunday. Okay, so as has the rest of college football, uh, here we go. We're, we're officially underway, right? Basically, all the colleges are now officially practicing for the season, correct? Yeah, it should be because the season I actually begins, I, I think it's the week before the Labor Day, John, actually. There's, some, there's a few games. A handful really? Of games. I think there is. I think it's uh, maybe the 24th. I think, is it the 24th? Third, 24th is a Thursday, Friday, something like that. But I think there's a handful of games the week before Labor Day weekend. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it starts earlier every year. Uh, yeah, 23rd, 24th is Thursday and Friday prior to Labor Day weekend. Not the days before, the week before. But yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but 
Texas, Alabama. They have a, you know, a pretty tough test to open the season. Uh, I know it's against Louisville and Bobby Petrino, uh, but is it a, uh, in Atlanta, correct? Labor Day weekend? Yeah, uh, oh, that, that game is, John, they're playing the first time for Alabama, neutral site, Orlando. Orlando at the Camping Camp- World Bowl. Camping World Stadium, right. And, uh, John, the other night there was an Alabama-Louisville connection as uh, two rookies played for the Baltimore Ravens to begin the second half. Bradley Bozeman, the center from Alabama, snapped the ball to Lamar Jackson of Louisville. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I mean, this will be uh, a Lamar Jackson-less Louisville team. But, uh, you know, Louisville's at a point where, you know, you know they're going to be good. You know that. They're... they're you know, they're in the mix every year uh, for the ACC and whatnot. So that's going to be a good game. And given the turmoil, uh, that's going to be uh, must-see TV. Yeah, John, you know, right now Alabama's a big favorite. I think it's 20-something points. But when you're playing a Bobby Petrino team and he runs those uh, intricate offenses that may be confusing, Alabama's going to have a brand-new secondary. So if you misplay uh, – the receivers, it could be some long touchdowns involved, and, and that's always frightening when you're behind to start the season and you're supposed to be winning by three touchdowns, and it, it could be unnerving. So, you know, Bobby Petrino, offensive guru, Nick Saban, usually has one of the top defenses, one or two, three in the country. And so you just never know. 18 to 22, 23-year-old young men take the field, and, you know, sometimes their exuberance gets the best of them. Oh, yeah. Anything can happen. Well, we'll get an early answer to how it might unfold uh, for Alabama. Obviously, they have not named a starting quarterback. Is that accurate? That's right. I mean, that's been the way Nick Saban has managed the position. Uh, when Jalen Hurts was a freshman and Blake Barnett was there as well, and I'll, let's remind people that Blake Barnett won the Elite 11. Right. He started against University of Southern California in Arlington, Texas. Uh, he was replaced by Jalen Hurts. They swapped out a couple times, I think. But when it was all said and done, Jalen was the leader. He took over the role as a starter. Blake played a little bit and ended up transferring. And then he went to Arizona State. He didn't do much there. Now he's at University of South Florida. Wow. Amazing. Um, well, it's going to be fun to watch AP, needless to say. And uh, I'm sure you can't wait. Orlando on Labor Day weekend. And when specifically is that game going to get played? Is it like Saturday night or whatever, that's Labor a, Day weekend? That's, a, that's an 8 o'clock Eastern Saturday night, John. Sure is. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I'll uh, mark that on my calendar, as will all the rest of the college football nation. And uh, AP, hard to believe we're at the end of our show. I want to thank you, as always, for calling in, for sharing your great stories from the Pro Football Hall of Fame Shrine weekend that you just covered out in Canton, and uh, and here we go. Football is here. It's great. We love it. Well, thank you, John. It's always my pleasure. Really enjoyed it. All right, and thank you again, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And we'll talk sports again next week.